Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4 to 10. Jeremiah is one of the major prophets. And he's so precise and he's so particular when it comes to presentation. And he's telling us how his whole life started. And sometimes we tend not to know how people started, but we tend to know how they are ending. And sometimes we don't see the, the struggles they go through, praise God. And Jeremiah is trying to tell you that I've become a great man of God, not because I started in a great way, but because the great God found me and made me great. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4 to 10, it says that the word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said. I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand, his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and to tear down, to destroy, and to overthrow, to build, and to plant. Amen. This is the word of God. Come on, say thanks be to God. Amen. Um, sometimes, I think that sometimes, is when we hear the word of God, we have to know that we have to know that we are hearing God. The word of God is the expression of God that's coming to us in words, in logos. And when it transforms to another level, it becomes a rhema. Praise God. Now, Jeremiah, I started this journey uh, that I've entitled, You are born for a purpose. Tell your neighbor, I am born for a purpose. Don't take me for granted. I am born for a purpose. Tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, I am born for a purpose. If you have not listened to the other part of this message, please do so. I'm not going back to it. I wanted to do a very short preaching, then we can pray. But oftentimes when I talk about short preaching, then before I realize it's become long preaching. Praise God. Amen. God is a God of purpose. He does nothing without purpose. He is a God of what? Purpose. He does nothing without word. I am wondering what the purpose of this is here. If the purpose is not being served, it would have been better if it is not here. Hallelujah. Speed is essential here. Praise the Lord. And I have to talk quietly before the next door neighbor. Amen. God is a God of all purpose. You and I are created by God's henceforth. We are created for all a purpose. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Your purpose was predestined before you were born. I would listen if I tell you that if you want to give up and somebody has gone before time and has established the fact that you have won the victory before the victory started, then it gives you some kind of it gives you some kind of what some hope. Praise the Lord. God is saying, I should tell you that He has predestined you. I don't hear what you, I, I don't think you heard what I said. I said, what you are doing that you feel like giving up in it. God said, I should tell you, don't give up because you'll be victorious in that. Amen. Your purpose predates you and it holds you to discover it. It is your responsibility to do all, to discover it. For the fact that you are born for a purpose, it denotes that it is your responsibility to identify that purpose because your strength, your beauty, your gloriousness is in that purpose. We must resolve to live a life of purpose as that is the key to making our life count. Praise the Lord. To make your life count, you must live according to the purpose for which you were born. If you are able to identify your purpose and walk in the strength of the purpose, I want you to understand that nothing can stop you. Praise the Lord. If you find the lion in the, in the forest, exhibiting what he, it was born to do, it will struggle if it finds itself in the water. The strength of the lion is not in the water, it is in war. It is in the, in the forest. And one thing you must understand is that purpose has got so much to do whether you succeed or not in the environment you find yourself. So environment is very, very important. I will talk more about the environment when we come to actualizing the, the purpose. When purpose is achieved, this one, I just, I, I just finished everything and the Lord just spoke this to me. He said that when purpose is achieved, it brings great joy. Not only to humanity, but to divinity. When you obtain your purpose, it brings joy to humanity. It brings joy to all, to our Heavenly Father. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Purpose is predestination. Purpose has assigned you to a destination. Because you were born for a purpose, your outcome is already determined. If you align yourself properly. Can I hear a bigger amen? Last week I told you that I struggle with the difference between responsibility and purpose. The difference is that purpose is an object to be rich, a target, an aim, a goal, whilst responsibility is a state of being responsible, accountable, or answerable. Praise the Lord. I want you to understand there is a responsibility that will take you to accomplishing your purpose. Responsibility is a heavy burden one must place upon him or herself in order to achieve a target. Inasmuch as there is a, a purpose for your life, your purposefulness in life must be demonstrated by your ability to place upon you certain responsibilities. Praise the Lord. A child who has been sent to school purposely to learn when you get to the school, there are certain responsibility you have to place upon yourself. And sometimes your school will place those responsibility. The essence of you going to school is to learn. That is the purpose of being in school. But your teachers will have to assign you to a timetable. 
And that timetable, there is a responsibility on your life to go for each lesson. But the purpose of being there is there. It is the responsibility you place upon your life that determines whether your objective or your purpose will come to pass. I pray that you identify with the right responsibility that will take you closer to your purpose in the name of Jesus. Purpose must promote discipline for it to be achieved. You cannot achieve purpose without being disciplined. Indiscipline is a sign that you are going nowhere and you will achieve nothing in life. Discipline is that kind of governmental system you set upon yourself to control, to moderate your steps and it control your step and it determine the things you are interested in and the things you are not interested in. This is what we call discipline. Praise the Lord. Because of the indiscipline of most of us, we have not been able to achieve our plan and our target. Why? Because of indiscipline. It is one thing to desire a thing, but it is discipline that causes us to achieve our desire. I like this one. It is discipline that causes us to achieve our word. Our what? <laughs> Indiscipline is a sign that what you promise yourself, you can't achieve it. Purpose define our calling. Listen to this. Purpose define our calling. Meaning our uniqueness, our individuality, our exclusivity, our exceptionality, and our distinctiveness is demonstrated by our purpose. Our uniqueness is determined by our purpose. The reason why Aaron is sitting here, our differences is determined by our purpose. The reason why the doctor sits where he sits and the nurse sits where he sits is because of the purpose. The reason why you have a head, you have a, you have a hand, you have a leg is because of the purpose for which they have been worn, they have been placed there. Our uniqueness is determined by our purpose. In the place where our purposes are not known, we will always confuse ourselves. The reason why we have so many difficulty in the family is that children have not discovered their purpose. Husbands have not discovered their purpose. Wives have not discovered their purpose. In the world in which we find it, in the place of equality, there is no achievement. In the business world, purpose has been, has been broken down into what we call division of labor. It is that specialization is also a sign that we are not, we are not the same. But our differences is what brings about our uniqueness. Praise the Lord. If the hands want to become the head, can it be possible? If even it become possible, our achievement will not be the same. I like it when Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 say that as for some he gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be teachers, some to be pastors for the perfecting of the word of the saint. If we are all the same, it means that we cannot perfect anything in life. Tell your neighbor be unique. Oh, I can't hear you. Tell your neighbor be unique. Hallelujah. Purpose defines your responsibility. Tell me your purpose and I will check with your responsibility whether it was determined by it. It is purpose that defines responsibility. Purpose must humble. Your purpose must humble you. If it doesn't, then you will not achieve the purpose for which you stand for. Whenever we abuse, this is one of the wonderful ones. Uh, when I was writing it down, I was so amazed. Pur when purpose is abused, we do, we do that 
to our own detriment. Any purpose that is abused by you, if you abuse it, you are abusing it to your own word. Detriment. The Bible said in Genesis chapter 2 verse 15 to 17, the Bible said it because of time. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The verse of 15 said, the Lord God called to the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it out and take care of what? Of it. And the Lord had, the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat. Then they talk about everything. But the Bible said that essence, the purpose of man being in the garden is to take care of it and what? And to work it out. Praise the Lord. Our responsibility must determine our responsibility must be determined by the exclusiveness of our purpose in every area of life. Praise the Lord. Now what I want to talk about today predominantly is what must I do to achieve my purpose? If purpose is so powerful as it it denotes, then how can I achieve my purpose? And I think subsequently, I will, in a, in maybe next week, I'll be talking about how to discover your purpose in the Lord. But today I want to discuss with you how to fulfill your purpose. Praise the Lord. Uh, listen, I discovered that when I walk in the purpose of God, there is divine provision. Hallelujah. When you walk in the purpose of God, there is safety. The Bible said when David faced Goliath, it was purpose that protected him. The Bible said that Saul could not kill David because David was walking in purpose. It doesn't matter the javelin that he threw at David. David could dodge it. Why? Because purpose was with David. If you walk in the purpose of God, God will fight your battles. Hallelujah. Nobody can abuse purpose and go free. Hallelujah. How do I walk in the fulfillment of God's purpose? Let's go to Galatians chapter 1 verse 15 to 18. Number one. All right. Verse 15 said that this is Paul talking. It said, but when God, who set me apart, the same thing, when you look at uh, Jeremiah's story, it's the same thing Paul is also talking about here in Galatians. It said, but when God, who set me apart from my mother's womb and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. <laughs> my immediate word, consult, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. I did not go up to Jerusalem to see those who were apostles before me or before I was. But I went into Arabia. Arabia. Later, I returned to Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to, set, to get acquainted with Cephas and stay with him. 14 days. Amen. In Acts chapter 9, the Bible talks about the encounter of Saul when he had an encounter when he was going to, on, the road to, on the road of Damascus. And the Bible said that when God appeared to him, 
he came to the recognition that there was a purpose for his life. And the purpose of his life, at the moment, he's existing in contradiction to his purpose. So there are people who have been born for a purpose, but their existence is contrary to the purposes of God concerning their life. I pray that your life will not be contrary to what it was intended to be in the name of Jesus. The first thing you do when, if you want to achieve your purpose, is this. The first thing Paul did, and I believe Jeremiah also did it, he said the first thing that you must do to walk in the fullness of the purposefulness of God is to become born again. Is to become more born again. I want to establish a point here. Before you become born again, listen to this. You don't need to become born again to show that now your purpose is now unveiled. No. When Je- before Jeremiah was called to be a, was announced or was told or he came to the place of awareness that he has been born as a prophet, that purpose existed already and everything about his life has been realigned to configurate to that purpose. They would be here. So before you even discover that purpose, God has already purposely assigned your life in such a way that you will, f- this. when you discover it, you will be able to fulfill it. So when you become born again, it is not now God is going to assign your purpose. But when you begin to, when you become born again, that is when you begin to align yourself in fulfilling your purpose. Do I make myself clear? So when you were abused, when those people hated you, when Moses was being insulted at, when Moses was being looked for to kill, and he went to the wilderness, the wilderness was a place he discovered his purpose. And when he discovered his purpose, he discovered that my existence has been in that conformity to conform to the purpose of God. The reason why the water could not drown me is not because my mother wove the basket so good. It's because I carry purpose. I couldn't die because I carry purpose. Now I have come to discover that there is a purpose of my life. There is a purpose of my life that I must align myself consciously and deliberately to achieve it. And that awareness comes about when you become Come born again. I also want us to know that everything we have gone through in life, it was done tailored to our purpose. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17 says that and take the helmet of war of salvation. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17. It said, put on the helmet of war of salvation. Salvation puts helmet on your wall, on your head. You need your head to, to navigate. You need, your eyes is in your head. Your nose is in your head. Your ears is in your head. Most of the senses are predominantly on the wall, on the head. So if somebody contaminates your head, he contaminates your purpose. So one of the things when you become born again, you preserve what is in your wall, in your head. Our head plays very important role when it comes to achieving anything in life. It is the determinant and the initiator in terms of our predisposition. Before I want to take a step to the right, it is my head that determines it. If the devil contaminates your head, he contaminates your body. 
So salvation is very critical because God is going to operate through the faculty of your world, of your head. And therefore, when you become born again, it is mandated that you position yourself to inherit what God is going to do. In John chapter 3 verse 3, the Bible said, Jesus answered and said unto Nicodemus, It's a verily I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. When you see the kingdom of heaven, it's not just visualizing it, it's not just seeing it. Everything concerning your life in achieving your purpose is lining up in the kingdom. Everything of your life to achieve it is connected to the kingdom. Because if you want to move forward in life, you must be born again. When you become born again, not only would you see. When you talk about seeing, it says no one can see the kingdom. When we talk about seeing, the Bible said to Abraham, I want you to rise up and stand on top of the mountain. As far as your eyes can see, I've given it to you. Hallelujah. So the first thing you have to do is to become born born again if you are born again then get ready to know that there is a responsibility placed upon you to walk in the mandate of walking into the purposefulness of god concerning your life hallelujah i am being born again into my purpose jesus could not start his ministry until he was born again am i lying the Bible said immediately he was baptized. The heavens was open. And he discovered his purpose. And straight away he said I must align myself to my purpose. He pursued his purpose straight away. He went to the wilderness. So the first thing I have to do is to be all. To be born again. Are you born again? Then you have to exist for your purpose. Praise the Lord. Paul's, the first thing Paul did. After his encounter in Acts chapter 9. The Bible said that. He said, I am not consulting any man. He said, I decided not to war, consult any man. Most of the time, sometimes, when God wants to align you to your purpose, you must understand that because the purpose was not initiated, sustained, and going to be finished by man, you can't take the, the, the source of your, of your initiation from a man. Before you come to a man, you know what God is saying already, you check. Whether there is authenticity, whether there is correct, whether there is what? There's a word I'm hearing. Let me go back to the pulpit before I mention that to There is a way you have to understand that if I take my instruction from a man, there is a high tendency I may go wrong. So Paul said, What I did first when I became born again, I went to the Lord. I seek the Lord myself. I seek the Lord myself. I was so surprised when my spiritual father was talking to me a few weeks ago. He said, son, there is no prophetic word you hear that you have not heard. I said, eh? Wait, what do you mean? He said, at this age of your ministry, everything you will hear is connected to what you have heard already. There is nothing new you will receive. Praise the Lord. God has already, so when God speaks to you, you align it with what he told you. When somebody tells you God is sending you to Nigeria, Say, he didn't tell me that. I know. God is sending. If somebody tells you that somebody, somebody tells you that that is why when the prophet who did who have heard the voice of God started listening to the voice of men, that was contradictory to what God told him, and he succumbed to it. That was why he was killed. If what you are telling me doesn't conform, doesn't synchronize, doesn't align with what God told me, I'm not following it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. At this point, 
born now know what he has been born again he's been born again number two after you become born again the next thing you do is that the first thing Paul did after his encounter in Acts chapter 9 was to really understand himself in God's purpose okay there is a difference between knowing and understanding you must know what God is saying about you not only would you know but you must understand it Jeremiah came to the place to understand. Understanding is a factor that determines whether you achieve your purpose or not. Although the specific, the specific do's and don'ts have not been stipulated in the place of being born again, you must have a deliberate and conscious act to pursue after knowing what God wants you to do. You have to seek what God wants you to do. And understand it. Praise the Lord. Although the specifics do not appear in the biblical text. He went to build his capacity to understand, to help him achieve his divine purpose. I like it when W. Clement Stone says something. It said, it said definitiveness of purpose is the starting point of achievement. The definitiveness of purpose is the starting point of what? Achievement. If you are able to define what you exist for, then you'll be able to what? To achieve it. Listen, I do this experiment many times. If you're a student here, at every point in your schooling, if I stop you, as if it's a, you know, I like it when you are watching telly, you can forward it and pause it. That's the beauty of being in Europe. In Africa, many years ago, in the 80s and 70s, or even early part of the 90s, when you watch, you are watching the news and it passed, you can't watch it again. But in the generation in which you find ourselves, when the news passed, you can reverse it back, rewind it back and watch it. If I look at your light and you can even pause the news, isn't it beautiful? You can even backtrack it and forward it and even pause it. Isn't it beautiful? If I pause your life at any stage of the process and I ask you, like for instance, I go to a school and I see a student, which I've seen it several times, turning on, breaking the alarm, the alarm box. So he's breaking the alarm box and I, I pause him. Okay? I pause him. Then he start. He start. I want to ask him a question. What you are doing now is it in alignment of your purpose? If I stop you right now, whatever you are doing in your life, if you miss me in school as a teacher, and what I am doing, you find me as a math teacher, you see me in the kitchen cooking. I'm abused to space. You must define, you must know what you are born to do. The reason why certain people learn differently in school. When you want to pursue, I'm not, I'm not saying certain courses are not important. But there are certain dispositions you have to get when you are doing science courses. There are certain dispositions you have. You can't do general science, general art, and you don't like reading. You can't do law, and you don't like reading. When you begin to know that I want to become a lawyer, 
it should define the, defi- the defining moment of your life should tell you that there are certain responsibility I have to delight in reading praise the Lord uh, I was recently there was one, one boy who was going to do his exam and, and, and he came back home and said to mom I've now discovered that before I can become this there are certain qualifications I need to have I need to have five in mass I need to have five in English I have to get it and by virtue of knowing exactly what is expected to get to their destination he said I have to change my attitude praise the Lord we cannot behave the same way we cannot have the same momentum it is our purpose that determines our momentum in life Praise the Lord. But the world in which we are living in, they are saying, My friend will say, I forget things. You cannot bring a man to a place to become a woman and a woman to become a man. It's not possible. We stand for a purpose. Our differences is what brings about our compliments. Praise the Lord. Don't try to be your husband. You can't become your husband. When you become your husband, you cannot become the wife you should be. Stand in your place of responsibility that you'll be able to conform to the purpose of God. And I hear bigger amen. So know what you have been born to become. In John Matthew chapter 3, verse 16 to 17, the Bible said as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went out of the water. At that moment, the heavens were opened. And the Bible said that he went to do what I call initiation prayer. He initiated himself to know what God wants him to do. What have you been born to do? The reason of your existence is to be able to achieve your purpose. In Matthew chapter 4 verse 1 to 2 Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil after fasting 40 days and 40 nights. Why did he fast 40 days and 40 nights? He wanted to understand the mandate given to him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Separating yourself into a divine purpose to build your spiritual nourishment and vitality in order to gain the momentum needed to actualize the purpose of God concerning our life is mandatory. Separating yourself. Tell your neighbor, separate yourself. Knowledge acquisition is very important. In everything we do in life, we have to build our knowledge base. On those things that will help us to achieve it. Without which, our journey will become very laborious. The Bible said in Isaiah chapter 4 verse 6. It said, my people perish. My people are destroyed for lack of what? Knowledge. It said, because they have rejected knowledge. I also will reject thee. That thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing that thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also warn forget thy children i like it when the, when joshua wanted to achieve his purpose the bible said he said what well, he said let this book of the lord let it not depart from your mouth we have to study whatever purpose you have been called to be you have to study about that purpose and that will be the beginning of your ability to walk into the fullness of it praise the lord Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13, he said that therefore my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. And their honorable men are what? Are famished. And their multitude dried up with tests. You will not test in the name of Jesus. I say you will not test in the name of Jesus. Let me blow your mind about one thing. 
one thing that all of most people we are getting it wrong. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 5. Listen to this carefully. Ephesians chapter 5. Verse 25 to 33. I want you to listen to this carefully. It said, Husband, love your wife, even as Christ also loved the church, and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church. Listen carefully. It said, Not having spot, not having what? Spot. Or what? Wrinkle. Or any such thing but that it should be holy and word without blemish what should not what should not be blemished the church hallelujah so ought men to love word their wife as their own word read it with me as their own word he that love his wife loves word He that loves his wife, love what? All right, look at this. It said, For no man ever yet hated his own flesh. Where is it? Go there, go there quickly. Go to verse 29, quickly. For no man ever yet hated his own world, flesh. Look, look at what the purpose of a man is. Towards a woman. But what? Nourish it. And what? Even as the Lord, the word, that's it. There are two responsibilities of a man towards a wife. These are the two. The verse number 30 says, What? For we are for we are members of his body and his flesh and of his bone. It said, For this cause. I like the translation which also said that for this reason. Another one said, For this purpose, a man shall leave his word, his father. When you are living, did you know you have two responsibilities? To nourish and ward and cherish. Two responsibilities for a man. So when, before you leave your father's house and go to your wife, know that you are ready to nourish and ward and cherish. The word nourish means what? Listen to this. The word nourish means to give food. Nourish means to provide people or living things with food in order to make them grow and keep them healthy the word cherish means to love to protect and to care for someone something that is important to you there is one purpose and that purpose when you get when you leave your father's house it is your purpose to know that you have a responsibility and that responsibility is to nourish and to cherish when you do that you are doing that to your world to yourself. I like it when he didn't leave the woman's out. He said that this is a great mystery, verse 32. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself. And the wife also see that she reverence her world, the husband. There is nothing God instituted without a purpose. I said today you will find your purpose in the name of Jesus. The last point. The last point, when you now know and understand your purpose, the last thing you do is to pursue your purpose with knowledge and understanding. Don't pursue your knowledge with ignorance. Don't pursue your knowledge with what? Obliviousness. 
don't pursue anything in life when you don't know anything about it if you don't know where you are going people will take you to where they are going follow hard after your purpose in life because it will come to a point where you feel like being discouraged if you don't know what, what you are pursuing let me have the communion as you pursue your purpose remember that the world is in the business of distracting people from achieving their purpose know that the world in which we are in has got a project to discover your purpose and to deter you from it but I pray that nothing will deter you from your purpose I said nothing will take our children from their purpose nothing will take our husbands from their place of purpose nothing will take our spouse from their place of purpose in the name of Jesus achieving our purpose in life is very lonely journey those of you who want to achieve your purpose it is a very lonely journey it is lonely if you want to go to school and achieve the purpose of schooling, it is a very lonely path because not many want to achieve that purpose. Praise the Lord. Let me read something. Jeremiah, I want you to know that even though I know that you have been born for a purpose, he said in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 8, he said, do not be afraid. Why must I be afraid when God is with me? Because the journey will be tough. You must walk in the divine purpose of God concerning your life, but you must know that there will be many storms, there will be many turbulent moments, there will be many discouraging moments, there will be moments you'll feel like giving up. My Bible said that even though Jesus knew about his purpose, he understood his purpose, but the Bible said that he got to a point and said, Father, if it be possible, let this cup run away from me. There is a way when you understand your purpose, when you are under understanding your purpose and you've understood your purpose uh, and even that alone is enough uh, but sometimes when you are pursuing it sometimes it is very discouraging your purpose in life will come with pain your purpose in life will come with rejection your purpose in life will come with gossiping but you must know so that you don't go out of your purpose i pray that regardless of the pain that comes with your purpose God will strengthen you. As a regardless of your pain, God will strengthen you. There is a purpose concerning your life. I like it when Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6, the Lord said, I should tell somebody, be strong and courageous. He said, do not be afraid or be terrified because of them. For the Lord your God will go with you. He will not leave you in the name of Jesus. I am here to tell you that when you identify the purpose of God concerning your life, it will bring pain. But when you don't walk out of it and you stay in the place of pain uh, and walk in the place of trouble. He said, I should tell you for your trouble, he will give you double in the mighty name of Jesus. There is a purpose for your life. Tell your neighbor there is a purpose for my life. I am not useless. I've been created for a purpose. If you rise up to be born again, if you rise up to know and understand your purpose, and pursue after it. The Bible said that when God told Jeremiah that he pursued after it. And that is what caused Jeremiah to write the book of Jeremiah. For us, you and I to read. You will walk in purpose. The Lord has preserved you for his purpose. And nothing will stand in that way. In the name of Jesus. Stand on your feet.
you want to pray shortly that God nourish me empower me as I'm about to fellowship with you thank you Jesus let me have Matthew chapter 26 26 I want you to pray say Father I want to walk in purpose I want to walk in the fullness of purpose Father strengthen me as I'm about to fellowship with you give me the strength to walk in purpose in the name of Jesus begin to pray somebody lift up your voice and begin to pray thank you Father Father, strengthen us as we eat this bread and we drink this wine. In Matthew chapter 26, 26. As they were eating, Jesus took the bread and broke it. And the Bible said, He blessed it. The Bible said He took the wine. In the verse number 27. When he took the wine, he thanked God. As we are about to eat this, precious one, there is no point in my existence if I don't fulfill my purpose. There is a purpose for your life. The Bible said the woman with the ish, the woman with the alabaster jar, when she did it, everybody was against it. But Jesus said there is a purpose for her doing it. You don't need people to align with your purpose before it becomes purpose of your life. Father, I pray as we are about to fellowship, give us the strength. Give us the vitality. Give us the enablement. Give us the doabilities that we'll be able to do what we ought to do for your glory. Let me have the wine go around. Whilst we are coming around, you are praying. You say, God, I want your strength. This is my Desire to hold you, Lord, with all my heart, I worship you, yes, Lord. Give you my 
We are about to break bread. You want to pray over the bread and say, Father, I need a new strength. I don't know which part of your life you need strength. I don't know which part of your, your, your purpose for this in life that you want to give up. But you want to pray to God, the Father, strengthen me. I want you to pray over the bread and say, Father, I need strength. Bread stands for strength. Spiritual strength. Physical strength. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, I pray over the bread whilst we fellowship with you. I pray, God, to strengthen us. Let every sickness in our body disappear. Amen. Let every growth in our body disappear. Amen. Let every blood clot in our body disappear. Amen. Let every cancer disappear. Amen. Let every fibro disappear. Amen. Let every chronic disease disappear. Amen. Let migraine disappear. Amen. Let barrenness disappear. It, let every unfruitfulness disappear. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So we have the bread. Father, I pray over the wine for spiritual nourishment. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Whatever torment you will cease after this blood goes into your body. Every covenant that is not of the Lord will be broken today. Amen. As this blood goes into so I see somebody getting healing from, on their breast. Amen. There is a healing right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every growth in your breast is melting right now. Amen. Father, we thank you. Every blood clot in your head is melting right now. Amen. As this wine goes into your body, anything that is clot is melting right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we have the wine? It is my prayer that today we will walk in the fullness of purpose. Amen. It is my prayer that God's grace will manifest. That the grace of God will rise in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Look at me.